Welcome to Just Like Magic with Hannah Noel. I'm your host, Hannah, and I'm a business alignment leader here to lead you back to your magic to create a sustainable and profitable business. Your magic never left you, and by being here, you're proving to yourself how worthy you are of incredible wealth. After increasing my income by three times in three months, I found my passion in helping women define and create success for them. This podcast is a spirituality-based business podcast where we are focusing on starting and growing businesses. We'll be exploring spiritual resources to use in our pursuit of freedom and flexibility in business. I'll be joined by experts in business and spirituality as we go on this exploration together. You are worthy, you are loved, and it's time to create massive abundance, just like magic. Welcome back to Just Like Magic. Today, we are talking about inner child work, but I think it's going to be very, very juicy. (laughs) I have Liz Hayes with me here. Is that, or Elizabeth? Do you go by Elizabeth or Liz? How should I? Liz, great. Liz, okay, yes. So I have Liz with me here today, and I was just telling her that I have, you know, followed her for a while now, and everything that you post, Liz, has been I feel like I have like aha moments when I see what you share, you know, even just little things. One time you posted about a, it was in your stories a while ago, you posted how you got like a lifestyle photo shoot of some kind. And even that for me, I was like, oh my gosh, just like embracing all the mundane moments of life. Like how beautiful is that? So today uh, we are talking about inner child work and my experience with inner child is um, I realized how much of the, the life that I live now and the beliefs I have now and the ways that I interact with people now come from my childhood, like the things that happened in my childhood. And as soon as I started readjusting some of those things and giving myself the love and compassion that I didn't necessarily get in the way that I needed as a kid, it like totally started transforming who I was, how I ran my business, how I parented my own daughter. And I just think it's such a, I, I think a lot of things about inner child. I think there's a lot of misconceptions about it first. Maybe we'll talk about that. I don't know where this is going to go. <laughs> right before we started recording, Liz was like, I teach it very unique and different and you're going to be mind blown. So I'm just with that. I'm just going to hand it over to you. Let us know about, about yourself, what you do, what, what do we have going on? Okay. Amazing. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. My name is Liz Hayes. You can find me on Instagram at love Liz Hayes. Um, I, feel like I am a voice for inner children and the inner child to me is not a past aspect of us. It is a current aspect of us that is alive and active now. The inner child to me is the resonant core of who we are. It is the part of us that desire to be alive right now. It is the part of us that has wild innate knowing. It is the part of us that has dreams and desires. It is the part of us that has preferences in life. And it is the part of us that is connected to our emotional body. And so within our emotional body, we have a range of emotions that move from the highest motion of joy and enthusiasm to some of the harder emotions like hate and despair. 
And all of this is related to the inner child. And so my perspective of the inner child is very much in a now alive current space. And it is a part of us that has lived this entire life experience. And so we are born sensing humans. We are not born with a brain that is thinking. We are born as sensing, feeling people. And so you are a baby popped into this world as a sensing part. And then as you develop, the brain develops and there is a time in life where the etheric layer of the body sheds. And this is all of the thoughts and feelings and beliefs that you have picked up up until this point on all of these subjects. And so it's sort of stored. This tends to happen around the age seven to nine. And then this becomes the measurement at which you live your life. So as you live your life beyond this time, every time you bump into um, a topic or a segment, you go into this knowing that you have on it based off of the, the life experience that you had. Yeah. This is the way that generational patterns are passed down from a family. So as a baby, you are reading the knowledge of your parents on the topics and the way that they feel about them. So the way that your ancestors felt about the topic of money you inherit that feeling about money through your sensing system from when you're a baby. So the brilliance of what you are sharing that when you came into the understanding of inner child work and you began nurturing and loving yourself, which created space for new emotions and new beliefs then based off of that topic, that is how we change. We only can change and grow as much as the inner child transforms. So brilliant job on your part coming into the work in the way that you, you came into it. There are many different ways people guide this work. Some is hypnotherapy, some is journaling, some is talk, some is through therapy. Um, but I have yet to meet anyone who has a inclusion of the inner child from the now perspective. Yeah. I feel like that is the unique part of me and part of the work that I do is the daily inclusion of the inner child and the understanding of the magic of her. So I under I love the name of your podcast and <laughs> the magic of living is the equal inclusion of the inner child and the inner being. Mm. All about co-creative living and um, this understanding that that I am a we and that I have the perspective of the inner child and the perspective of the inner being. And to me, that is the, the magic of being alive. It is the inclusion of the preferences of the inner child. It is the inclusion of the cooperation and support of the inner being. And that creates a harmony and um, an ease and a peace and a magic to being alive now. That is fascinating. And I, I love all of that. And right at the beginning, when you said, you know, that it's a now, the inner child is a, is a now part of us. Immediately, I was like, yeah, <laughs> I was like, you know, I specifically Sundays are my 
inner child day. Like where we like, I do all the things I used to love to do as a kid, you know, bike riding and coloring and like all those things. Um, but I, I've always definitely viewed it as more of a past, a past thing. Like this is, I'm parenting the younger me, you know, in, in my mind in like a meditative state most of the time um, to really reach that inner child. And so talking about it now, it's like, you know, I, I tap into my inner child on Sundays specifically, um, but I love a daily practice of it because that's for sure when I tap into that. I mean, that's when I feel the most joy. It's also I've, I've noticed when I am intentionally, you know, spending time with my daughter, doing something that she loves, doing something that I love, that is, you know, I'm not intentionally thinking about my inner child, but I really am, you know, still doing that work in a lot of ways by playing with her. Um, in those moments, it's when I get the most like, you know, magnetism in my business. It's when people are messaging me asking for things or when, you know, someone just randomly buys something. Um, it's, it's always in those moments where something happens. And I noticed that pattern. It was actually only recently, maybe a couple months ago. And so that's why I decided that Sundays were, I was like, you know what, I'm not working at all Sundays. Like maybe, you know, share on Instagram what, what I'm doing, but I'm not actively working Sundays at all. We are having fun. We are being kids. Like we are playing. Um, but it's definitely been a practice when I say inner child work for me, it's definitely been a practice of you know, like doing an inner child meditation. And I, the first time I did one, I immediately started crying. Like it was an immediate, it was like a chair situation where I was sitting in a chair across from the younger version of me. And like, as soon as she sat down, I just like started bawling and crying. And I like had to pause the meditation. Cause like, I had to like, I couldn't focus on <laughs> what I was like supposed to be doing. Um, but yeah. Anyway, with all that, I just, I think it's, I think it's, it's fascinating really bringing the inner child into the now. And, you know, so what does that, I guess, what does that look like for you or how do you teach people to do that? Sure. So the inner child is alive now and it is every emotion that you have. And so all day long, you are experiencing emotion, you are experiencing preference, you are experiencing comfort and discomfort. And so what that looks like is um, a continual inner conversation in a way and uh, continual inclusion. And so I like to break up my day into segments and our life is typically, is typically like that. So um, in between the, so I'm obsessed with alignment and the alignment is the harmony between the inner child and the inner being. And so um, let's guide that a little bit in into what that looks like. So first, I'm going to introduce the audience to their inner child or introduce some awareness of the inner children who are listening here. So it looks a bit like this. Dear inner child, I see you. I am aware of you. I am aware of you listening to this podcast. I'm aware of you in your creation out in the world. I'm aware of you in your business. I'm aware of you in your wanting to have a business. I'm aware of you in the creativity of your business and every aspect of your business. And in fact, you perhaps want to be included in your business more. 
your preferences included more, your opinions included more, your creativity included more. I'm aware that you have a point of view. I'm aware that you have knowledge and instinct and preferences and enthusiasm. I'm aware that you even have things that you dislike. I'm aware that maybe you have a voice and maybe you currently don't have a voice. You intended to live your life. This is your life. This part of you is not a past part of you frozen as a six-year-old. This part of you is a part of you. It is the part of you that wanted and wants to be alive now. And so what is it that you want in your life? When we skim life in that way, there's a general feeling of what is it that we want in this broader way in our life. And then there is a way that we could skim certain subjects like your business. What is it that you are wanting in your business? Why did you create this business? Is this business aligned to things that are actually interesting to you? Are you doing a business because you think you need to be doing a business or because someone told you to do a business or are you making decisions based off of others or are you making decisions based off of you? What does it even mean to make decisions based off of you? How do you include your preferences? Can you hear your preferences? Do you know your preferences? This is what it means to be inclusive. It's the inclusion of you. Often we are afraid of the inner child. Often we're afraid of awakening or including the inner child. We're afraid of our own emotions. We're afraid of the emotions of other people. And so we tend to make ourselves small or numb ourselves or disguise what's really true and authentic for us. And so the awakening and the inclusion of you in your life is the most beautiful thing you can do. And so what does this look like in a daily way? In a daily way, it looks like you noticing the way that you feel. It looks like you giving space for an articulation of emotion noticing when you are angry and taking a moment to let yourself speak the anger, noticing that when you are happy and letting yourself speak the happiness, noticing when you are in a problem. My favorite way to nurture the inner child is particularly in a problem. When we're in a problem, there is an emotion about the problem. It's like the problem is a problem is a problem is a problem. Like there's a problems about the problems. And so the first thing we do is saying, dear inner child, I see you, I'm aware of you. When we talk like this, this is the voice of the inner being and the voice of the inner being sees the inner child first, hears the inner child first. And once the inner child feels heard, it can then hear. Once the inner child feels seen, it will then see. Using the example of our own children, 
if you are out of harmony with your child, if you are trying to direct your child and your child doesn't feel heard by you, your child will not hear you. They will ignore you. They will fight you. We all know this. If you are a parent, you know this. And so it's the same inwardly. You must be heard to hear. You must be seen to see. And so within a day, there are maybe 20 touch points that I have within myself. Some of these touch points are longer and more dramatic that would maybe include writing. And other touch points would just be witnessing where I am on the emotional scale. Another touch point might be validating myself, appreciating myself, celebrating myself. This is a podcast for people in business. And so in business, we are in the creator mode, the creation mode. You are looking for inspiration and clarity. You are looking for movement in your business solutions. You are looking to grow your business and the path to doing that must include the divine. And to include the divine, you must include the inner child. This is not work that is based off of any religious context. This is just what it means to be a human. All of us are connected to the inner child. That is the part of us feeling life. And all of us are connected to the inner being, which is the divine unconditional aspect of who we are. Everyone on here, if you own a business, you are likely a creative. Not many people tend to own businesses that are not in the creative space. And so the creation mode, ideas and inspiration that come to you always is a flow from, from the divine, from non-physical and inspiration is that. It's not a thought, it's a received thought. And so this is really the premise of my work. I've created a method called the Sync Up Method and I created this method. It actually is the way that I live. So I feel like I was born with awareness of the inner child. I could see inner children when I was a child and I had a strong inner voice within me. And when I was in my thirties, I met this spiritual woman and she said for the first time to me, do you know that you have an inner child? And I had this awakening like, oh, wow, this is how the word I used at the time was God. This is the way that I've allowed God to nurture me. This has been this inner conversation that I've had within me. I was born into a community and a family that had a large variety of life. Um, every type of suffering was around me from financial suffering, to mental suffering, to, to addictions, to abuse, all different types of variety like that. And there was always this feeling within me, how did I keep my magic? How did I keep my magic and others didn't? And it was because I had this way of nurturing myself. 
and that creates a lot of light within you. This is not to say I'm superior to, to other people in any way like this, but maybe too for you, people listening here have experienced this type of feeling too, that feeling of magic. It doesn't mean that I don't know pain and suffering. It doesn't mean that I haven't had hard things happen to me. It does not mean that I've had no trauma, but I've had this innate curiosity and I've been a researcher on humanity my entire life, asking inner questions. And so there was this feeling of, of what, what allowed me to keep my magic? Why do I feel like magic? Why, why do some days feel like, I would call it like I'm living in a movie and some days feel ordinary? What was this inner experience that I was having? having? And it really was this internal conversation and communication. And so there is this feeling of being synced up that is the whole idea behind my method here is syncing up the inner being and the inner child. And when there is this sync up like that, we are in our creativity, we are in our clarity, we are in our knowing, we are in our flow, we are in our magic. Yeah. Hmm. That is like everything I hope to get out of this podcast episode. <laughs> everything you said over the last however many minutes is like the goal like that was beautiful that was brilliant that was just everything that I think people need to know about the inner child and the work and something that came up as you were explaining all this there's there's a couple the first thing was my my previous idea of inner child work was that it was going to be some very scary, very re-traumatizing, very hard thing, right? And then I got into it. I realized it was actually very supportive, but I, I have heard, I remember I also used to clarify, like, I had a pretty good childhood, but like, I still want to, you know, take care of myself. Like, I used to have this like disclaimer. So I would love I would love if you could just maybe riff on that even too. Some of those misconceptions or those fears that people have around this work. Yeah, first of all is that you are good. You were born good and you are good. And that there is a goodness of you. So uh, really important. I believe a lot of my work is about dismantling shame and shame is the measurement of adequate and inadequate. It really isn't the fact that something is adequate or inad inadequate. It is the measurement of it. It is the judgment of right and wrong and good and bad. And we are constantly walking through life, measuring this externally about ourselves or measuring it externally about other people. And so the first message to all inner children is that you are good. You were born good and you are good. And then sure, we have a fear of our memories, a fear of the life that we've navigated so far. 
a fear of that judgment of the life that we've navigated so far. And the truth is, is that the inner being does not see that as that way at all that the inner being knows the goodness of you always. The inner being is unconditional love. It is the only unconditional aspect in your human experience. All people are conditional, including you. The wholeness of you is conditional, meaning you move through comfort and discomfort. You move through liking and disliking. You move through happy and sad. You will always be in motion and movement, and so will every other person that you interact with. And so, yes, this inner child work is not about um, having a good childhood or a bad childhood. The inner child work is about being a human and being alive and walking the path of life and all the things that you navigate. The inner child work also is not about righting or wronging your parents. Your parents were human. Your parents are walking their own path of humanity. And um, there is no greater pleasure than the inclusion of you in your life. Like nothing will ever feel bad. And if you, it feel more fulfilling. And so if you are searching for, for more fulfillment in your life, this is the path to it. And um, yeah, I think it, I think that sure, there are moments when memories come up and there's intense emotion about memories about a memory or there's intense emotion now that happens for you. And it's really, what do you do with your emotion and how do you nurture that? So, so that there is freedom for a new experience. And so the inner child work is really emotional work. And um, is it easy? I wouldn't say that it's easy. I wouldn't say that life is easy. I wouldn't say that humanity is easy, but there's ease. There can be ease within it and all hard things move. Nothing stays hard and nothing stays happy. Yeah. It's really the reconciling the movement of life. And so, um, yeah, there, there's nothing to be afraid of. Like what you know and what you've navigated is okay. And it's even okay if it wasn't okay. It's okay that it's not okay. And it's okay to say that it's not okay. And so that's just some of the fear. The fear is that you're going to open up a can of worms and you're going to be unsteady. And it doesn't need to be that way. You go slow and um, it's, it's the richest, deepest, most fulfilling experience that you could actually have. And I don't really feel like anyone is fully living if there isn't this embracing of the fullness of who you are. Yeah, I totally agree. Working with my inner child has definitely brought so much fulfillment and joy that I didn't even realize I was missing out on. So I, I, I can totally, totally relate to that and totally see that. So yes, and it will unleash the magic of your business. <laughs> yes, it really does. Magic. Then, yes, it does. And I really feel like, too, you know, as children, we are so, um, you know, looking at the past, like, you know, as children, we are so just raw to the world, right? Like, we just own who we are. Like, we just, we have our temper tantrums. <laughs> we, um, you know, we throw a fit. We, we fully express ourselves. And like you said, you know, as, as you go on through life, you, um, 
things start changing. But I think when we can tap into that, fully expressing ourselves, fully allowing all of us to, to show up, that's something I've been working with my clients a lot recently is the fear of being seen, um, the fear of, you know, perfectionism, that they're going to say something wrong, um, the fear of just kind of the unknown too. And so this is just like such a timely, you know, message here for me, just like as a reminder to me and a reminder to my clients that, you know, as we're not afraid to be seen as kids, right? Like I can't, I mean, how many kids start dancing or even my little sister used to literally, (laughs) she used to get naked and run up the street to our neighbor's house. Like no fear of being seen as a three-year-old. So um, yeah, just what a, what a beautiful reminder. That's so good. It's been such a fun conversation. I'm excited for your audience and for your clients that that you work with yeah yeah me too um okay so all of liz's notes or um links will be in the show notes but liz is there something anything specific you want to share about the best place to connect or how to work with you or anything of of that nature sure uh the best place to find me is on instagram at lovelizhaze And actually I have um, my foundational membership is going to be opening on my birthday, February 23rd. So maybe this will broadcast before before then, but um, I have the mothership membership and it is a space where um, we learn the nurturing of the inner child. We learn to hear and see ourselves and learn to integrate the inner being. And I'm obsessed with generational change and transformation. And so basically you you come in with the things you'd like to let go with and you leave with the legacy that you desire to instill in the world. And that is dominantly the message of the goodness of you. The goodness of you, the goodness of your parents, the goodness of the children that you have, the goodness of the clients that you interact with, the goodness of the jerk at the grocery store. (laughs) Um, So that's a beautiful starting point. And I have lots of ways that I um, nurture and work with clients. So awesome. You know. It's so funny. I was, as we've been talking, I'm like, I'm getting Pisces vibes from, from Liz. (laughs) And it it totally makes sense. Happy early birthday, by the way. Thank you. This will, this will launch a week from today, which is the day before your birthday then, right? So people will be able to catch the membership. And I actually just last month, I launched, launched a membership on my birthday too. So how fun and we got our matching hats on today guys you can't see the the video but we have all kinds of vibes of <laughs> uh, for sure thank you so much for having me yes of course thank you and listeners i am sure you guys i mean i got so much out of it so i don't know how you wouldn't but hopefully your hearts and your minds and all of you was open to receive today and i will catch you next week Thank you so much for tuning in today. It means so much to me that you have chosen to spend just a little bit of your day with me here on Just Like Magic. 
If you have a specific question that you want me to answer, or if you want to be a guest on the podcast, please send me a message on Instagram so we can make that happen for you. And if you feel called to share this episode, please tag me wherever you share it. So then I can thank you with a freebie that is just going to continue on this amazing work that we are doing. Until then, I hope you have a great day. Go create an amazing life and an amazing business, just like magic.